Welcome to the Countdown Podcast. We're going to review Renfield for you. My name is Wayne. And my name is Paul. Strange with them for this new comedy horror film directed and produced by Chris McKay, who, or McKay, who did the Lego Batman movie. Ah, yeah. And it comes from a story by Robert Kirkman, the man who's richer than God as far as you're concerned. So he's just written everything and now he has all the money. Yeah. And based on, of course, characters created by Bram Stoker and the screenplays by one Ryan Ridley. This stars Nicholas Holt, Aquafina, Ben Schwartz, and of course, Nicolas Cage as a Prince of Darkness himself. Now, before we get into the particulars, this would say big thanks to Universal, to Evie and Tegan for hey guys. the tickets to the advanced screening. Now, I say advanced screening. This film's been out for a long time in the States. This yeah. is one of those weird ones where Australia got it Bit of a lag. five, six weeks after everywhere else, or at least a lot of other places in the world. Now, I couldn't get along to the screening, so you went and represented right. the podcast. So thank you for doing that because I had to work a 13-hour day, which was fucking magnificent. Oh, man. I but can uh, uh, confirm. And then went along and saw it at the cinemas the next day on opening night. Very nice. Thank you, Universal. Thank you very much. Now, this one has a budget, Wayne, of what do you think? Good one. Good one. So, Nicolas Cage, that's a bit of chunk of money there. Nicholas Holt, he might be the new... Yeah, okay. It's all in one... Eh, how's a hundred? Sixty-five million dollars. Yeah, okay, that's was, yeah, okay, okay. What do you reckon is taken at the box office around the world then? Renfield, Nicholas Cage. I've heard a bit of chatter about it. How long has it been out? Five weeks. Yeah, April fourteenth. It launched in the states. Just clarifying that now. I mean, I want to say for sixty-five mil, it's made its money back for sixty-five. No, no, only twenty-four point six million around the world. So this one. Seems to have continued a recent spate of Dracula films, you know, with uh, the, of course, and the Mummy and the like. These kind of films aren't really set in the box office a lot, which is a bit disappointing. So Universal Monsters are not mm. the golden ticket one might think. Now we've got another stab at it coming later in the year, The Last Voyage of the Dementor, or Dementor, I can't remember what its name is, which is the film based on Dracula's coffin being transported from mm. Transylvania to United States. Okay. And everyone on the ship either disappears or dies from memory of what happens in Dracula. I would have thought that this one, being not a straight horror and in more of a comedy horror, and it's got... You Definitely know, like it's more scared. of a comedy horror. I yeah. thought it would be way more accessible and hence a bit more popular, but mm. there you are. Mm. Okay, so... Wayne, what is Renfield about? Okay, so Renfield is the tortured aide or familiar to his narcissistic boss, who is, of course, Dracula. And he's been forced to procure his master's prey and do his every bidding for centuries. And so what happens is, as the movie goes on is that uh, uh, Nicholas uh, Holt or Renfield says, the story always happens the same. Dracula gets caught, he gets hurt real bad, then we have to move to a new place, and then I have to nurse him to health while he recovers, and that means me getting people for him and shit like that. So... This is a movie where he is, after centuries of servitude, he's ready to see if there's a life outside the shadow. 90 years. Is it 90 years? Yeah. It seems like centuries with all that black and white film. It was the earliest 20th century, which is a great little moment, I have to say. Because you know what that movie yeah, is, isn't it's, it? it's the original Dracula 1931 or whatever it is. Todd Browning, I think, directed that movie. And they insert Holt yes. and, and Cage Which is really great. It's a way to start the film. I thought it was kind of cool. Yeah. So yes, that is the movie, Phil. Kids. All right. In terms of reception then, on Rotten Tomatoes, this one has a 50% approval rating from 264 critics with an average rating of 5.8 out of 10. Metacritic slightly lower with a score of average score of 53 out of 100 based on 49 critics. And cinema score, audiences gave this one a grade of B- on the A plus to F scale when coming out of the cinemas. Okay then, Wayne, without any further ado, what did you think of Renfield? Overall, definitely liked it. 
Definitely liked it. So I don't even know how long this film was. Do you know, Paul? I don't know. About 93 minutes. 93 minutes. It felt like 93 minutes. Did not stay its welcome. Was definitely the... It, it gave us what it came there for. I liked Nicholas Holt. It's very obvious that he doesn't really know martial arts, but he's making they're making the, the scenes gory and over the top in a way that you cannot not laugh at them. Yeah. So that's good. That's the only kind of gore I like. Paul's like score gore, but um, <laughs> he likes gore gore. <laughs> and Nicholas Cage is absolutely you know he's got those fangs purposefully to chew the scenery. Um, yeah, he's and, fun. He's and he's having a great time, is. which is what I actually liked most about this. Nicolas Cage is having a ball. At the very least, he appears to be. Yeah, I so, agree. Uh, and Nicholas Holt's doing a great job of being this sort of simpering kind of like, you know, uh, whatever, I guess his, his familiar thing. But obviously the film is secretly, or not so secretly, about codependence. Mm-hmm. And uh, my little sister is in a Codependence Anonymous group. And I said, you should take everyone here to this show for a outing. Uh, <laughs> So um, that itself was pretty cool. I will say that sort of one of the the devices or the plot points that they use to bring things together and to fill out the story is this sort of crime family thing mm-hmm. that happens. That, I think, was like, all right, well, I guess I know why you wrote that in there to make it, you know, to, to, to sort of pet out the film and give them things to do. I don't know if I cared as much about that. As I did about... 100%. Yeah, I would probably have preferred that they they were deeper into the relationship between Renfield and yep. Dracula. And that would have made me... This is going to be a really boring review. Really? Because <laughs> we agree? Yeah. Everything you've said I agree with. <coughs> with the exception of, I think, whilst the action scenes were fun, and there's a couple of sort of big action set pieces in here, I thought they were a bit over-edited. You know, in this yeah. post-John Wick Cutty. 4 Cutty. world where that's raised the bar for action scenes, for me at least, uh, for, mm. for years to come. Watching those is really odd. But yeah, I 100% agree. The Renfield and Dracula stuff is awesome. It's great fun. Nicholas Cage, like you said, is lighting the place up. Nicholas mm. Holt is doing a good job as, as you say, the poor lackey who's, who's really regretting his choices in life by this 90 years later stage. And their back and forth is great. I would love a film that just basically focused on that. Maybe some kind of love interest came into it. Maybe it's just the crime family versus these two and they get involved in some kind of war. That might have worked. But instead, we get this whole side subplot, Mm. which just feels like it comes out of a crap 90s action cop thriller. It did feel 90s to me. Where the one good cop in all of New Orleans Yes, the one not bent cop. Happens to be Aquafina and look, Aquafina's not my favourite actor. I know people love her to death but why would you put Aquafina in a role which is pretty thankless at the comedy level? Like she gets to tell some cop to shut up Shut the that's fuck a, up. That's a good point. Which is pretty funny. And then we're meant to buy her in being this complete and utter badass who kicks all the asses and shoots everyone to death with every shot that she takes. And I'm like, why? She's a fucking traffic cop. Well, yeah. I mean... Th- th- because her father got killed and she wants revenge. Well, that's all them making it like, <laughs> trying to make it meaningful. I think the reason we've got... I think Okafino, yes, no. Well, the reason we've got a female... Cop lead. I don't care about the female part. No, no, no. But I think the reason that's there and Orkafin hence the, you know. Well, it's is, meant to be a love interest. Right. But it's so poorly developed and it never feels like it they've is, got a real chance. Yeah, it's not. This is the thing. It's more like he admires her yes. for standing up to And the, she's not at all interested in him. What, not one bit. No. Not one bit. So it's more like, um, I, I'm glad they didn't hook up, to be honest with you. It'd be stupid. Right? It just wouldn't have worked for but me. But that's, uh, yeah. I, just, I, just, I know, I know. I think this film's totally all over the place, and you get whiplash from jumping between them. So Possibly. on one scene, oh, that's probably a spoiler. We'll have to wait for that. Overall, I enjoyed my time. I thought the first half an hour of this film was way better than the rest of the film. Mm. 
that where it's largely focused on Dracula and Renfield yeah. and establishing their bits and pieces and that early scene where Dracula's fighting all the, the Van Helsings, but not that they named them that, but that was really cool. And, yes. and then the makeup effects on Dracula, who is basically almost killed in the very early part of the film and then gradually recovers through the rest of the movie. Yeah. Very cool as well. Those but are good ideas. I didn't really love the what we do in the shadows color scheme that they had going here. These, these weird greeny light that they had going on. I, I thought that was unnecessary. And Actually, I quite liked how the movie looked. Yeah, okay. So um, there you go. Different difference yeah, of opinion yeah. there. But I mean, it's very classic. Like yeah. it's very. It's not. It's not. It's not. Uh, uh, it's not subverted by any means. It looks. Dracula's lair looks like what I guess Dracula's lair might look like in the modern age, right? Too much green. Too, Too much, much green, green gels for my liking. Are you thinking red gels, yeah, or are you thinking no gels? I'm just thinking, yeah, a bit more realistic and. But you know, yeah. maybe they don't want that because this is a hyper realistic. Well, that's film. the thing. It's silly, gory over the top. Yeah, with all the blood that happens, everything else should would look like Batman Forever as well, kind of. You know, so yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, the worst part though is. Absolutely, that whole Aquafina storyline or her character storyline just getting in the way of the good stuff, if you will. Yeah. And yeah, oh, I loved it when it got super gory during the fight scenes. Yeah, let's cut off at the, the scene in the trailer where he cuts off the, the baddie's arms with the, the dinnerware plate. Tray, yeah. she, and she says, Did I just see you cut off a guy's arms with the serving yeah. plate? See, there's the, there's the comedy. That's that, I mean, that, that did make me laugh that bit, yeah. even though I'd seen it 15 times in the trailer. <laughs> so, but then after that, it was very sort of. I don't know. I would say the second half of this is almost lackluster by comparison. Um, I took a lady friend to this. Mm-hmm. Uh, she absolutely adored it. Great. Bit simple though. Um, and so... The <laughs> Phil or the lady friend? Take your pick. So the <laughs> thing <laughs> You're mocking me, aren't you? Damn. Um, uh, what? Anyway. No. Just saying, it was like it's, I think it's very audience specific. Like I think it's um, a guy like you is going to ask the horror aficionado is going to ask way too many questions. Right? I like it. I doesn't need to be horror. I'm fine with the silly over the top gore, and I think that all matched. I just wish the film had of stuck to that lane that was really working and made it funny. Between you know, I like I love the group. The codependence group, the abusive. That was the best bit. That's why I thought this is like a Chuck Palahniuk novel, man. This is like focus, you know, yeah. the, the the support group at the beginning, and then you know, I thought the, the bit where it's in the trailer. It's like you know, if you don't if you don't do what he says, he'll never rise to full power. That's right, he'll never rise to full power. It's so weird that you phrased it like that, but yeah, <laughs> yes. you know, that was quite good. So those guys were great. I thought. Yeah, so some yeah. Anyway, so let's get into spoilers. Okay, let's spoil it up, and then we can talk a bit more freely while I'm sort of dancing around. Mm-hmm. You can't handle the truth. And the truth is now we're going to talk about all the things that we have been dancing around. So please, if you haven't seen Renfield yet and you don't want to know what happens in this film, steer well clear at this point. Hit pause, come back after you have seen said movie. And given the box office, I don't think that many of you have seen it just yet. Well, you know, keep going, Polly. Hit us, hit us. So that group suddenly gets all killed. Which I didn't expect. No. I was like, oh my God, he killed everyone he of killed them. killed everyone in that group. This, all these poor victims of domestic violence and abusive control and all the rest of it. These codependents, as they label themselves. Because mm-hmm. they can't just walk away from their various relationships. Or if they do, it doesn't work out that well. Mm-hmm. It sort of changed. And like it became more focused on the crime family. And Ben Schwartz, like that character is just so silly. Well, yeah, because he's... Look, I, I guess he's doing whatever the script says. But mm-hmm. like... It's he's like the sort of like the young stupid child of the matriarch in the pri- in the crime yeah. family, and he's like, you know, he fucks up here and there and whatever. He's supposed to they're supposed to own the whole police force, all this sort of shit. Yeah, that's just I just think that's so tired. But ridiculous. then eventually, yeah, then he becomes a familiar and has similar powers. But then, then, but then they cheapen it by making all of them familiars. 
That was... And, then, mean, and yet... Okay, and I get it. Renfield's been doing this for 90 years, so he's going to know how to use his powers better than they yes, do. Yes, But still, he waves through them like they didn't need to be familiars. There was just no point. Apart, it would have been good just to have just Ben Schwartz's character, Teddy, or whatever the fuck his name was. As, yes, then they could have the, fight. Yeah, you know, familiar v familio fight. Yes. That would have been much better, I think. And yeah. just had him wade through the flotsam to get to that's right to get to him and that's the other thing right like so Nicolas Cage then becomes like Dracula who wants to take over the world as opposed to just Dracula right which is an odd turn as well what, why why, why if, now anytime a, 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 a vampire like even in Blade it's like I want to make the entire world vampires it's like well then who are you going to eat exactly you know? then you're eating bloody animals for the rest of your, your right time. and so he says that we basically the world will turn into you know prey and my familiars i.e. these are the two like species on earth so I just eat people who aren't prey and eventually you're going to eat everyone so what's the you know it's like whenever one of those plot points happen I go have you really thought this through Dracula oh, well, in that case you'd hate every Bond film ever because I'm going to take over the world and do this and everyone's going to suffer and I'm like what? no one's well, going to actually Paul all the latest Bonds don't do that no, all the they latest, do- I'm talking about the earlier ones Oh yeah, but that was the seventies. They're all shit. <laughs> oh, good, good. Day. There we are. No, no, you heard it here first. Look, they won't. They all they shit. By, all shit, Wayne. All shit by today's standards. You, you can't handle the truth. Oh yeah, the Connery Bond fans are gonna <laughs> shit all over me. But like, look, not, you can't compare a seventies movie to now unless it's like, yeah, you can't. So there you go. Anyway, um, sorry, <laughs> back to this film. Yeah, see, sometimes it's, it transcends, but most of the time it doesn't. Yeah, that's true. So anyway, uh, yes, yeah, so I agree with you. Yes, the the crime family thing was. It's just like who cares, you know? It's just yeah. like that. And I felt the the big finale kind of fight between Renfield and Dracula and again with Hawk Rafina laying dudes out who are in, who are in big body armor and whatever else. She's shooting between all the cracks and just taking them all down. I'm like, you're a beat cop. <laughs> you're like, you were literally working on a line of doing whatever it was, RBTs or whatever at the start of the movie. And somehow you have this crack ass shooting and you can fight every... Pr- I'm like, ah. Oh, well, to be fair... Can we not have established this a bit better? Well, no, because she had like delusion, not delu- uh, she had like aspirations to be as good as her dad, who supposedly was some world. So she would probably practice shooting and stuff a lot. I, I again, she probably can't we lay out one scene with her on a, on a gun range earlier in the film. The point being, she practices. Yeah, you know? maybe a beat cop doesn't do Just that as much. Didn't I buy mean, it at all. I mean, yeah, well, but uh, you know what? At that stage, in terms of tonally, how the movie makes the deal with the audience, I was like, yeah, she's doing that because I want an action scene right now. <laughs> so I'm like, but that's fine. That's fine. What about when Nicholas? Sorry, when Renfield ripped the guy arms off the guy and then leapt through the air and stabbed two dudes with the, with he, the bones of no, the arm. He threw it like a spear. <laughs> and st- hilarious. That's, yeah, that's what I mean. See? So that's happening. So she can shoot some motherfuckers. That's fine. You know? I know. I know. Yep. Um, I just don't think these two things gelled very well together at all. And that's the biggest downside I can say in this film. All those things, like being what they are, I didn't walk out going, oh, that was a waste of time. I no, walked no, out going, this no, is actually fine. I'm this still is good. passing this movie for sure. It's yeah. Still, but... Because I had a fun enough time. But remember, this was in my top 10 films, most anticipated films of the year. I think the expectations... See, so Paul's a bit more... Might have yeah. gotten the better of me here. I thought this was going to be great. And I'd, I guess I'd heard the word because it's been out for a while. I've avoided all the podcasts that have reviewed this before us, though I've listened to them since. But yeah, I, I guess I knew that it wasn't going to be a killer film because killer films don't make $25 million off a $65 million budget. Um, yeah, I'm actually genuinely surprised that it's not doing a bit better. Like, It's a shame. Um, yeah, show. yeah. I don't know how many other countries around the world has to open up in obviously Australia this week being one of them. But um, I yeah. say, like, if you look at all the stuff that's out in the cinemas now, your Fast X's, your, um, what else is out now? I don't know. It's like just the other shit. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Yeah, okay. So those are all your tentpole Marvel films and so on. But like, if you're sort of like looking for something a bit more lower key, 
This isn't bad. This isn't bad. As I said, not a bad date movie if your girlfriend likes that kind of thing. So there you are. One other thing I do want to speak to is please the deus ex machina element of let's just drip some Dracula's blood. Ah, here it is, everyone. Here and it is. Everyone comes back to life. Now, here's Paul's real problem with the movie. Fucking I was going to bring this up, okay? There is zero consequences. Because yeah. everyone who gets killed, including Alcafina's sister... That one, at least I could kind of buy because she'd just been killed. Just. Well, I'll tell you this. Where did they get all of Dracula's blood from? Because when they, held, when they, when they put him in the ring or whatever, yeah. right? They like they would have had to have bled, bled him at some well, they stage. Well, they did cut him into pieces and put him in these okay, cement little right, blocks. So I guess enough, they could have put some to some. That, that, that doesn't bother you so much. But this support group were killed a day or three beforehand? What? So they just what waltzing into? Uh, they're, they're in the morgue, are they? They're yeah, yeah. No, and just I'll, I'll oh, sprinkle the blood over, and they come back. Hey, everything's fine. Because like, it was a crime on. scene, wasn't it? They would have they would have cleaned up those bodies in two yeah. days. They wouldn't have just left them. No. There. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I I knew that would be Paul's biggest problem with this. It's like what everyone who died is back to life now. Fuck this. Yep. So that's I, I obviously doesn't. I don't mind that because I liked the, the focus group. I wanted them to come back. Um, and they're all like, even they, 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 when we see things that none of us can ever remember, you know, because they came back from the dead. Mm-hmm. You know, this is a gag. This is horror comedy. So comedy horror. I think comedy horror. There's, there's nothing horrific about this film. Even the gore is so silly. No one could be offended by this gore. You're right. So comedy I mean, horror. Little, don't show it to your little kids, of course. But no. anyone who's a teenager and up can watch this film just fine. It's it's really silly and stupid. Yes, it's fun. Yes. Could it have been better? Absolutely. Mm, That's okay. my final thoughts, Wayne. What are you going to score Renfield then? It is a 62. Oh, look, after all that, we're pretty much the same. I'm scoring yeah. it as a 60. 60, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it's two three stars. Worth a look as you've already yeah, take a look, made folks. the take point of saying. Get out to the cinema and take a look, is what I'm saying. Yeah. If you're a Nicolas Cage fan, this is a no-brainer. No-brainer. If you're not a Nicolas Cage fan, yeah, maybe you don't need to bother. Well, I don't, he's not in it for that much. I mean, like he's. Uh, he's a whole I mean, he's in a lot more than Hannibal Lecter's in Silence of the Lambs. But well, sure. But like, it's not like. But like, is... if not for him, this film would have been probably not a pass. I, I like Holt's performance. I would say, but yes, Holt's I mean, pretty good in everything. Holt might be the best child actor since Christian Bale. Christian Bale's going to say, yeah, who's grown up to really create a good career for himself, and obviously he's got a lot of years on or the other way around yeah, yeah, under yeah. Christian Bale so he could still grow to be better than him well we're on the street is it he's the new next Lex Luthor well in, okay. in um, James Gunn's Superman so well, I've heard that, that, that will be the next step for him then yes. you know, he, was, he was excellent as the simpering asshole in the menu late oh, last he year was. and now he was pretty good in this but yeah this is Nicolas Cage's movie and he makes such an impression yeah. in the scene he's perfectly cast like yeah. Cage over the top That that's what this type of film and this type of role is made for totally all right, that's our thoughts on Renfield. What did you think? Do you agree? Do you disagree? You can let us know via email at thecountdownpodcast.gmail.com on Twitter at thecountdownpc. Like and follow the show through the Podbean app where we host and our Facebook list community links in the show notes. Otherwise, all our other connections and links are available through thecountdownpodcast.com. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for having uh, coming and putting us in your ears. That sounds really gross. Thanks, kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like your ears. Uh, uh, my name is Paul. My name is Wayne. And this has been the soundboard. Very sadly underutilized today, hence the very similar scores. Bollocks. Holy hell, son, you're about as useful as a cock flavored lollipop. Ben Schwartz. <laughs> we'll catch you next time. See ya. <laughs> <laughs>